Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. This is our review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume What? Three? Three. Three. All right. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Straight into it then for the latest brand new Guardians, well, not Guardians, MCU film of Phase Five. Mm hmm. This is written and directed, of course, by James Gunn. J to the Jizzle. Potentially triumphant return to the MCU after he was ousted and then went away and made films for DC and come back and now he's gone back to head up DC. So he'll show those woke folks. The yo yo <laughs> executive <laughs> that he is. Stars all the players that you've come to know over the 10 years, can you believe, since this, like, the first of these films came out? Ooh. Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillan, Paul McClementif, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Sean Gunn. Chuck Woody Iwuji, Will Poulter, Elizabeth Debicki, Maria Bakalova, Sylvester Stallone, and Nathan Fillion. Quite the cast. Need Phil. Nice to see. 150-minute runtime, Wayne. Yep. It took its time. We'll get on to that in due course. What do you think the budget was for this? Oh, okay. Good question. Uh, let's see. Mm, well, it's an MCU film. It certainly mm-hmm. wasn't Ant-Man. So how about 200 $250 million. You finish. Taking $52 million off Thursday night Quite screening. Good, and I think it opened kind of like a day early, like because you saw it on like Wednesday. It's on Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, so there's obviously some slight release earliness there, even though we also are recording this particular review a day yeah. earlier than we normally do as well. Clearly, it's going to make bucks and a lot of... So $50 million on the first like week or a few days day, or whatever. Day, day, day. Or, day and a half. That's good. Yeah, yeah would, that's good. I would imagine this. Oh will, shit, that's great. All they take, need is five more days like this break even. Yeah, I'd say the, yeah, yeah break even for the production. That's right. I'd I'd be surprised this didn't cross some 200, 250 million mark in its opening weekend, but we'll guess we'll see. Mm. Wayne, what is volume three about? Okay, so Peter Quill is still reeling from the loss of Gamora from all that Avengers work stuff happening. And so he's drinking like a motherfucker and he's kind of fucked up and the whole team is kind of pissy. Not pissy, they're actually worried about him. And they all live in that God's head place nowhere uh, at the moment, just like they did at the end of that Kevin Bacon special. So that's where they live now. But then some shit happens where one of his team gets fucked up. If you know the trailers, you know who I'm talking about. And he has to rally the whole team to not only protect one of their own and get a particular cure for that person, but also defend the galaxy from some other shit and some other bad guy. And then another motherfucker comes around and he fucks everyone up and that's part of it as well. So that's the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume 3. <laughs> Clear as mud. Excellent. Now, apparently the box office is only... Projected to gross 110 million in the US and then anything else around the world on top. Yeah, of but that. around the so, world it's going to be bigger than US. Yeah. Sure. 17.5 million from Thursday night preview. So the other 35 million that's being reported there is from around the world. So there you go. Oh, radio. Critically, on Rotten Tomatoes, this has an approval rating of 81% based on 272 reviews with an average rating of 7.3 out of 10. And on Metacritic, always harsher, has a weighted average score of 65 out of 100 based on 60 critics indicating generally favorable reviews. On cinema score, audiences that are exiting the cinema have given it an average grade of A on the A plus to F scale. Hmm. All right, hmm. then, Wayne, without any further ado, we want to know what did you think of this final chapter in the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy? Sure. Here's the thing about Marvel films now, Paul, and I'm sure you'll weigh in on this. The Marvel films used to be for everyone, and now they're for Marvel fans, I, I feel. I'm not sure exactly hmm. how that translates, but when I walked out of the film, I was like, look, it was good. It was good. I didn't know what to expect, so I didn't know what I had. Mm-hmm. It was like a, it was definitely a solid effort and a solid way to wrap up this sort of. The swan song is actually quite good. I found it because I'm a I'm a hedonistic turd in terms of that. I was like, 
This is it's actually quite hard to watch in places, especially if you're an animal lover. Yes, which dark. I hope everyone some is. dark elements. Yes, to very this. dark, and it needs to be that way to be to be meaningful, I guess. And on that edge, I'm like, well, I didn't enjoy it like a Marvel film, but maybe that's a good thing because sometimes when you have a pure spectacle Marvel film, which has no you know, I don't know, you know, gravitas or me, whatever behind it, then it becomes, oh, it's another Marvel film where it's just flash, flash, bang, 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 bang. This definitely wasn't that, although it did have that. And I think that ultimately the way this shaked out or shook out was a good way for it to go. I was, I'm a little bit Polish in this where I was hoping that there might be some very big consequences for certain characters. I think be careful what you say. Yeah, yeah. And and so I'm I'm like well there were but not in the way that I was thinking so the the theme of this film I feel was was that it's like I'm so glad to have spent this time with you that's how it felt to me the theme of this not this film this whole trilogy is family yeah Vin Diesel it's Vin Diesel like it's a motherfucker way more family than the Try Hard family in all the Fast films but not in that bullshit family not in your, fa- a not in your way. face kind of way yeah it's a much better way in fact this is how it should be the first film was them coming together as a group of sort of outcasts and single people who've lost people or never had anyone in the first place yes and, or what they did have was highly dysfunctional if you think about Gamora and even Absolutely. Uh, the way it looks for Star-Lord, uh, for Peter Quill. And then the second film is about parents and the impact they have on their kids. And then this film is, again, them solidifying themselves as this family unit and being there for each other, where, as well as we find the history of Rocket and how he exists and all that kind of stuff. So, yes. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. I think You're right. The, the theme is sort of like the first movie is like they're coming together as a family. Yep. The second movie is they're dealing with their family issues. And the third movie, this one, is kind of about Moving on from your family a little bit, uh, a little bit and a little bit more. I, I don't know. It's it's definitely a, still the unit and everything, but well, they care about each other a lot more in this film. Well, I, yeah, no, I it's think. it's a whole. It's not. It's less. There's funny bits in this film, but it's less funny because it's definitely supposed to be a funny. meaningful end. Definitely not as funny. So it's a little bit of a downer, to be honest with you. And I, I felt that in the cinema, like it, it's too long. Okay, what a shock! Two what a shock! Film. Yes, it's too long. That would be my first criticism. It's no of the John film. Wick four, but it's pretty long. Whereas I was entertained the whole way through John Week 4. I was not entertained in places in this film. I'm like, okay, come on. We get it. Get moving. Let's go. Here we are. You know, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I think it's nowhere near as funny. I don't think anyone near as many. I was reflecting on the difference between Guardians 1 and this one. Guardians 1 is laugh, 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 laugh. Guardians 1 is my favorite of the three. Like, yeah, me too. With, like by, with a bullet. Yeah. Like, forget about it. Guardians 2 had, had its moments. But this one, I thought a lot of the jokes missed. Did you? A lot of the jokes. Like, well, I don't were think just they were really... trying that hard. But well, to, he, to was, make he was. He was. Like, it? there was some a couple of moments. Like, that whole bit, like, I've got one of those as well, was funny once. Yeah. And then when I went back to that well for another time, I'm like, ooh, we're really my, you know. Okay, so the joke with the intercom between the, 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 yeah. the five suits, like, I was sitting there going, this is fine. It's, it's going funny. on a tiny bit long. Yep. That kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I, I believe this. Um, there was another line late in the film where it's just like, Someone refers to someone as poop head or something. I'm like, what? Anyway. I don't really care for Drax humor mostly, to be honest with you. But like, uh, you look, I mean, I wasn't offended, put it that way. Like, yeah, I, was... I just thought it wasn't. The action scenes are suitably spectacular. There's an incredible CG rendered one shot, which is just jaw-droppingly awesome. Holy shit, the one in this yeah. is like, oh, he's actually going a different way with the one because it's kind of contained, but it's kind of not. Yeah. And it's very frenetic and it's very it awesome. like, kinetic. It was so very good. And that would have, I can only imagine how much money that, that shot that, cost. That shot was the centerpiece of the, well, I don't know. Of the action. To, of the action for yeah. sure. But like, I remember when it, when it was 
when it was starting, I was like, I wonder what they're going to do now. Oh, look at this. And that was the eye-opening marvelness. Mm. In fact, it was better than eye-opening marvelness because that shot had to be crafted. Oh, that was It wasn't just like, oh, look at all the CJ. It was like, oh, fuck this. You know, that was mm. really cool. And then to reverse back a little bit, although the action other than that sequence I thought was a little underwhelming in the film, I think the heart that this movie has, the mo- there's a couple of moments in here which are genuinely moving and that's the big pro of the film. Yes, so this, you're right, the film has a ton of heart. Mm-hmm. And if I'm honest, when you're doing the last movie in a trilogy, if you don't have that, you're dead in the water. Oh uh, Yeah, I agree, but I also think I was expecting more in terms of a spectacle. I think maybe that's where... That's what it is. I'm probably... I'm not lukewarm. I liked the film. I didn't love it. I think it's the worst of the trilogy. I'd still watch it again, but I wouldn't go racing to the cinema. So I saw it by myself. And so, uh, there's some, as you said, Me some too. dark themes. Would I take my daughter to see it? Who's 10 now? Yes, but I'd be really. I would. Well, look, I'd I'm be coaching her. There's a, 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 yeah. there'd, there'd be a sort of a word of warning. Look, she's watched Jaws. She can ha- man- manage this film. I think this is worse because Jaws is just chomp. Right, whereas this is like quite like you're you ha- you're having to stay with the scene and watch something that's very unpleasant, mm. and you're not even seeing it directly. You're seeing the, re- the, the kind of the, the consequence, the, yeah. And even that is difficult. And I was sitting there going, "Go, this isn't enough to make me cry, but it's it's, it's enough to be moving." Oh yeah, yeah. So that's like mm, yeah. Um, I'll tell you one thing though. Mm-hmm. So James Gunn is known for his music in the movies, yeah, and that's definitely present here. I will say, if uh, one of the knocks. It's not bad. Most of the time this works, but occasionally it doesn't. He'll do a thing where like a character sparks up a, a song or something, and then it's like initially diegetic sound, but then it tends to like in the rest Swells of the scene he'll be yeah, over the score. It'll play the score. And most of the times that works. There's a couple of times I'm like, this feels a bit like a music video, like a little bit. Like okay. I, I was like, mm, okay. It was look again. That's I thought that's it was, really... they chose a banger to kick things off. I'm like, yes. Well, they had a Faith No More song in there, so I they thought did. Paul would come in his place. No, that was also pretty good right? too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, kicking off with a bit of Radiohead, or at least Tom York yeah, covering yeah. covering Radiohead or doing it himself. Oh, was, was that Tom York? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty spectacular. It's just an acoustic version of yep. Creep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I love that. I love the, I love the the fact that Rocket likes music. Like, or, like yeah, uh, I can't, was it in the first one or the in the last one? He gave him his own MP3 player. Yeah, but this time he's playing with Peter Zoon, uh, and I like that. Yeah, like it's kind of oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, and then he's like pissed about it. Hey, it's my Zoon. You know, whatever. I like that. It's just it's cool. It's cool. All right, that's general thoughts, and so it sounds like we're somewhere not not down on it, but no. but at the same time not as high maybe as we wanted to be. Um, yeah, and I think, and you'll you'll be as you always are with superior films ten points higher than me, and that's probably where it will. It's we'll essentially yes, and I think that's why this here is it's like this. Uh, what it lacked in spectacle, it made up for in substance, but maybe I was still looking for more spectacle. Yeah, how's that? That's a good good summary statement. Let's. Hit the button at that moment and uh, get into all the spoilers on the other side of Jack. You can't handle the truth. And the truth is the Guardians are done. They are finished, at least in the iteration that we knew them, having very surprisingly, and this, I have to say it now in spoilers. Go on. Can't believe I didn't kill anyone. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. I think I'm probably going to be pissed that. Because you know what? There's that moment where I thought, because <gasps> I, I was sure that Drax w- would die. Yeah, because he said, I'm he never said coming I'm never back. I am done. Right? Zoe Saldana said the same thing. I'm yep. finished. I, I don't want to do any like more the, Marvel the, films. Exactly. And the, the trailer makes you think Rocket's dying. I'm yes. like, well, that's too obvious. They're going to kill someone else. They didn't kill anyone. And there was even a spot where I'm like, they're going to kill Quill. Well, And I was like, fuck, they're going to kill Peter Quill. That would have been really, huge. This is my big knock on the writing this film. Yeah. Apparently, Vacuums of space no longer kill people. Well, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you one better. Uh-huh. All right? The whole deal with Peter Quill, and frankly, the reason I like the first one, one of the reasons I like the first one, is his kit is the shit. 
He's got a button he presses, and he's and a yeah, mask that, that, comes over him. And they didn't do that. He hasn't even got it here. Yeah, he hasn't got rockets on his boots either. That would have saved. That would have been helpful. The entire thing. If he just kept his old gear, he would have had it. But what so about the He's important. They're in. They're in space. They're, they're all flying these ships as, as in the big sort of climactic kind of battle, and trying to get on board. Whatever the what's his bad guy's name? Uh, the high evolutionary. The high evolutionary sh- shuttle station, whatever it is, mm-hmm. trying to get on board, and he sends out these. What Cybernetic are, spaceship shock, oh yeah, yeah, shock yeah, yeah. troopers that yeah, yeah. smash through the windscreens and <laughs> everyone just keeps breathing and okay, flying can, through can, space. I was wondering if the inside of a craft is fitted with the same technology they used. Didn't show it. Okay, didn't see did. it. I'm just like, do we not care about this anymore? Because Rocket was the one who had his windshield yeah. busted and he was just fine. But it was same with Quill and, and Gamora when they were flying in. Maybe it's like Aliens where it pisses out like you know, like the atmosphere. A- that's the biggest problem the whole of Aliens film is... Sh- that have all been dead. That have all been sucked into the vacuum of space instantaneously. Is that? As soon as those those doors open from either side, you can't survive that. But was there not technology to, to allow that to happen? No. Because it was okay. No, no. It was that's why you have two doors. One on the bottom and the decompression. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, good point. All right, fair enough. So that <laughs> Look, really bothered me. I'm like, okay. Oh, you just don't give a fuck anymore. Well, I thought you were referring to the fact that Peter had like been exposed to the thing. Well, then he jumps out into space and he goes cold and freezes. <laughs> he had the bends and whatever he goes. What happens? And his face, face. yeah, whatever. Like, but he just lives. Be- well, now remember they've got those they've got those med packs which you can just put on your face and press a button and everything's good. Yeah, but but that doesn't save you from the fact that there is no oxygen in space. I think the idea here is <laughs> as long out, as you gone. don't die or can't be revived, you can still put that it's med super, pack on you. It's a super press a button. No, it's a superhero film, so well, I. Well, no, it. the girl broke her arm. She put it like, and you just yeah. fucking you know. And so obviously the technology is available as long as you don't die immediately, which is what would have happened because like every, your blood. Would have fro- everything. But remember, he's half god, Paul. Uh, <laughs> doesn't, so. doesn't explain everybody else. <laughs> okay, well, look, let's say this since we're talking about Peter. One of the things that I always have an issue with, and uh, with um, when you've got a, co- a comedic leading man, is that there's always the, the, the temptation as a writer to make him funnier than competitor, um, yep. if that makes sense. So, what I do like is that Peter Quill. Despite all of his, he's a bit of a dick and he dances and shit like that. At the end of the day, he is a highly competent strategist who does have actually plans and good ideas. <laughs> that was the funniest line of the whole film. But, it's like, look, I had a highly thought through and well-executed plan which saved us and got us off the ship. Why would you not know that about me? And then Groot says, I'm Groot. <laughs> and what's the name? The insect mantis says, yeah. your highly evolved and well-thought-through plan was to leap <laughs> out of... A- out of a window without a parachute. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but that's it though. But he did. Um, but that, that does seem because that whole entire scene is like him and Groot is in the high evolutionary's chamber, and it's like, what are we gonna do? And then it turns out he had set up Groot. You got like ten guns in your asshole. Yeah. And then you turn out, and then you can shoot all ten of those guns with your tendrils. Here's my two yeah, guns. That, was, that cool. was a great scene. That was cool fun. And yeah. then he did jump out, and then Groot was supposed to like yeah. you know. So I, look, apparently it was all planned. The point is, it did work. And he did have a plan. Small other issues with the writing. So on this whole world, a whole world has been created by the high evolutionary and of, you know, what is it called? Counter-Earth. Yep, yep. They land on a town which is within seeing distance of where they want to be. <laughs> Was there no, like, did they just randomly land on the planet? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Because they, okay. they were shocked. Oh, that there. Okay, cool. That's where the guy is. Didn't think the about that. But again, I, 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 you know what? Again, two hours, 20 minutes. If they put a scene two in there, it's like, whatever, right? 
If they put another scene in there and made me wait more, I'd be like, fuck it. Just, just let me have, I'll, I'll let you have that one because it gets me out of here 20 seconds faster. So <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you this though, right? Something that was cool and that I've been wondering about, and I haven't seen any chatter online about this. At the end, when you finally say Groot, Groot oh, actually, Groot actually, that was shit. Guys. No, that was cool, Paul. No. I'll tell you why, all right? Shit. Because I'm not sure whether Groot learned our language or as an audience member. But no member, one ever fucking reacts. So like, oh, yeah. No, no, and that's why I think what's actually happened is because you've been with the Guardians of the Galaxy for so long, over three movies, five movies, whatever they've been in, right? You finally understand group like the way the group does. Just like when Zoe Saldana is like, you, he's just saying shit and you guys are reacting, right? And then finally she does recognize what he says. So I think that the audience now recognizes what Groot says because we know him well enough now. That's cool, motherfucker. That's cool. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's I a thought that's it was surprise. James Gunn going the, uh, the <laughs> Kevin Smith silent Bob treatment. No, 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 no. <laughs> this was, this, I think that was a cool. Along. Didn't someone say that? You could talk all along. No, I don't imagine. No, no. In, um, well, in chasing Amy, he actually. No, 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 no. I mean, here in this. Oh. In this, did someone say like, you could speak? No, I don't think so. No, well, no, not that no I one heard. says anything. Okay. No, it's just like I love you girls. It's in my in my head. Yeah. So I mean, that was kind of cool. What did you think of the of the high evolutionary as a villain? Yeah, he's good. He's fine. Yep. 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 It's suitably horrendously awful and horrible, yep. and you can't wait to see him die. So it's a little bit disappointing that Groot uh, Rocket takes the high road, and then he just presumably gets blown up in when the when the whole thing explodes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I realize you can't have your hero just go, although I'm sure the audience would forgive him for doing so, given what was done to him and to his friends. Oh, I would have I would have shot his dick off. <laughs> if anyone ever tortured me and then I got the drop on them, your dick goes first, then your kneecaps, and then I make you watch the whole thing. <laughs> Let's just go away from the darkness that I just put in front of everyone. Um, this is, <laughs> let me tell you about this. The, what makes the heart of this, I think, and what, ultimately makes me go, no, okay, it was a good film, is that there's a lot of bittersweet goodbyes towards the end there. And Too many endings. There was a lot of endings, but they had to do something. We'll talk about the ending credits in a second. Yep. But the fact that they all, not they all, but most of them went their separate ways, and it's like, oh, the family's breaking up, the group is breaking up, the band's breaking well, up, but then they found themselves elsewhere in other families. So, you know, the, the guardians that were left, Rocket and what's it, they made their own guardians, so now they're the new guys, yes. right? Yes. Peter finds his own family, so that's his. He's now happier there, presumably, or at least interested. Don't think he's gonna last there very long, somehow. Well, because of the end credit, yeah. I mean, Gamora went back to her people because yep. she's like Sylvester Stallone people, right? Ravages. Yeah, and so that was kind of good. It's like, oh, it's bittersweet. Like you're apart, but you're kind of still good and happy and whatever. And Drax is now a dad, so he stayed on nowhere and he's like fucking chilling with everyone else, right? Yep. So that all is cool. I will tell you this. With all the hype about Adam Warlock and like, mm-hmm. you know, fucking Will Poulter and he's working out and this and that, I was like, I thought he would be either the bad guy or he's just kind of wasted here. He's just kind of here. He's just like, oh, he's just one of the guys. Yes, he's initially a threat, but then he's making gags and this and that. I was like, oh, so is that what they're doing with Adam Warlock? Like, I like the, some- the spider dog he had. Yeah, that little thing was cute. Yep. The Muppet, um, Muppet looking spider dog, pretty funny. Yeah, I mean the the whole point of that character is that he was he was he was prematurely hatched from the thing, so he's a bit stupid or yes. a bit immature. But and look, he did a fine job. But Will Poulter's a really good actor. I actually like, quite like him. And I was like, I was hoping he would do more. They'd give him more to do. But the script doesn't give him fuck all to do. So I like Agreed. it. Agreed. Again, but it's like you already said, two hours. Two and, two and a half hours long. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I think the it looks good. The film. I think effects were pretty solid. I think Groot looked much better Agreed. than he did in that piece of shit Christmas film. Well, now he's Christmas swole. Thing. Now he's like beefcake. He's like he's in that. Ro- he's in like the. Did um, you watch that Christmas special? Yes, I did. Yeah. So he looked so fake and and weird in that. Oh. This one he had, looked a bit more, had a bit more substance. Still, don't think he looks as good as he did the, in I, the first film. It's probably the most I've liked him because he's in this like sort of 
teenage jock stage of his development. Well, he's like outside the teenage. He's not silly teenager anymore. Yeah, now he's beefcakey. Like he's like, oh, okay, this is like college kid kind of thing. I mm. thought that was kind of cool. I love that Peter gave Rocket his Zune at the end. He said, "This is for you." I was like, oh, that's the show. Left a little note on him. That's kind of cool. And then they're using two thousand songs. Like the, 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 the thing I think is well, cool. Well, they're all over the shop. They played shop. Uh, Radiohead. That's what I like about Creeps him. from 1993. Yeah, it is. and they're like Space Hog and stuff like that. The thing I like about James Gunn is he tends to make music cool. Like you, like, oh, this is like if he's written that Space Hog song. I didn't like it until I heard the in the fucking trailer, and I'm like, yeah, that is it. Just works in this context. So he does that a lot. He's got a good ear. He's definitely got a good ear. He's like he's like Edward Tarantino. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Tarantino. Tarantino is more like I'm a hipster. Look at all this shit from the 70s. This guy actually has True. a good contemporary ear. So, oh, he started in the 70s and worked his way forward. Yeah, but he's a, you know he's how old is James Gunn? Is he older than us? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. not much older. I've been, yeah, he's I've about our age, right? Yeah. So yeah, I kind of get it. <laughs> you stick with the shit you liked as a kid to start with. Yeah, he's nine years older than we are. Really? Hmm. Yeah, nice to know some people are older than us. And, um, and he spotted his girl, his wife, his girlfriend, whatever. Oh my god! Yes, um, the the chick from Peacemaker, absolutely, yep. yeah. Well, look, that's what happens when you when you're a director. Yeah. You get that. And his woman. brother again having a that, significant well, that, role. He's always done that though. I just can't believe that. It's a, to me the final one. Apparently, he was given carte blanche by Kevin Feige. He said you can kill anyone you want to kill. Yeah, and he killed none of them. It's kind of because they were always. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why or what. But Genuinely he, stunned by that. Like, well, this is the had thing. they killed Quill at the end, that would have been enough for me. Like, okay, that makes sense. We yeah. passed it for on. Paul, now. someone needs to die. Yeah, but um, well, the, to make, not even to have stakes at that point, but to sort of put the button on it. This was kind of largely about him until the last one, which is largely about Rocket. That's the cool. Th- the The best thing about this is that Rocket is like, yeah. I mean, it was so hard to see him as a young thingy getting like tortured, tortured. basically and stuff. I was like, ah, oh, fucking, this is so dark. And then. You know, yeah, at the end it becomes... Because uh, James Gunn said Rocket was the secret protagonist of all three films. Right. So, which kind of makes sense now, but not before. So, let's talk about There's the... There's no way Rocket was a protagonist number two. No way, man. He was fucking people up. He's stealing secret, people's arms and shit. The secret protagonist, huh? Good yeah. one, James Gunn. Well, here's <laughs> now that you know that everything was done to I him. I was leading to this point, yeah. And we knew we were always going to see Rocket's origin story at some point or another. So, and yeah, you know, it's, a, it's a worthy one. and explains why he is the... The type of person, thing, raccoon that he is, you know, yeah, which surly is good. and he's short-tempered and you know he's tough as nails, yeah. And if you look at the first scene where he's introduced in the first Guardians film, they actually have his reference number on the little thing, mm-hmm. and it mentions Lila, the the otter or whatever. I did it, yeah. Okay. So it's like, okay, it was all kind of a plan. So you know, that's good. Fair enough. Well played in that regard. All right, what about those post-credit scenes? Okay, so post-credit scene one is where you see the Guardians. The new Guardians, right, facing off against people. That was really just to show that there's a new Guardians now, in case you wanted one. And now, now Groot's massive. Yeah, and that's 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 fine. I, I like seeing that scene, you know. And Warlock was a part of it. And then where was this girl? This girl that came off the ship. She just came out of nowhere. Which girl? There was a, that one of those little girls that they rescued. Ah, now she the, was part of them too. And I'm like, what? In the comics, she's actually a. Uh, she's actually when she grows up, she becomes Captain Marvel for a bit. Right. Yeah. So she's actually an important character in there, and I imagine we'll see her in, in the some... Marvels. But it was just a strange, like such a. I didn't see I... any powers that she had. So oh, she sure started something started glowing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She got a glowing ass or something. Yeah. So um, that was all fine. The second scene where we see Peter Quill chilling with um, the dude from uh, Greg Henry, Paycheck. Yeah. Um... <laughs> or Slither. Slither. Or yeah. any other James Gunn production, oh, basically. Is... Yeah, yeah. It's one of his mates. Yep. Oh, that's nice. So they're just sitting there having cornflakes and talking shit in general. And then it's like, you know, it's just a generic scene. About well, then on the paper that he's reading, there's Kevin Bacon Kevin talking Bacon about to, yeah. being abducted by aliens. Throwback is good. Throwback yeah. is good. But then it becomes Peter Quill will return. No, it's it's Star-Lord. Sorry, it's the amazing Star-Lord will return or some Something shit, like, right? Yep. And I'm like, oh, so now what? Like, is he going to lose weight? Like, what's... what's <laughs> 
noticed, Drax didn't really take his shirt off much in this, and Peter didn't at all. Mm-hmm. So, fine, look, uh, as a man uh, roughly probably older than these two, I, I know how it goes. You just don't do it as much anymore. So, um, <laughs> but uh, what's he going to come back in? Like, is that going to be, either he comes in in a TV show, or is there, what are they doing with this, like, phase, whatever comes next? Don't know. No idea what's going to happen. They haven't even got a villain yet anymore, Paul, maybe. Because of fucking Jonathan Majors. You heard about all that shit? Did hear about that. That's right. So, But, you know, he deserves his day in court, so let's wait and see. Absolutely. I don't know what's going on. But, like, this is like... If I'm Kevin Feige, I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, we've just, just we set just you up. We just spent, like, $2 billion making you this guy. And now you want to fuck him? Ah. But, again, it might not be him. It might be, you know... Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. But fuck. You know what I mean? So, um... <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen there? It'll be very interesting. Pretty to watch. easy to recast him, I guess. Well, everyone's talking about Michael B. No. Um, yeah, anyway, I can't, I can't remember who it is. No, I, sure I haven't heard any of that chatter. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's covering most of the main bases. It was very emotional when Rocket's uh, mates all died, were shot. Oh, that was fucked, mate. By the. That was fucked. By the high evolutionary. Yeah. And then he goes rampages and. Chops up his face, which is presumably why he has his face stretched across because of that attack. Which is good. And then in the ensuing gun battle, his other mates are killed. And I thought the uh, scene where he was dying on the operating table, I just want to add this one last thing. Mm. When Chris Pratt was, you know, really emoting over the top. I thought that was pretty good acting there. No, it was great. Uh, It was, look, I expect you at this level to be actually a good actor. Yeah, but I didn't expect, again, that was probably... Just as emotional as as his mates, and you knew you knew the mates were going to die. There's only one solution here, one resolution to their. I arcs. didn't know, Paul. Of course they did. Otherwise, why is he not hanging around with them? Why they is might he have so, gotten separated? Why is he, he so them. bitter and caustic and sarcastic? Well, because yeah, this is what's happened. So that was it. Was just waiting for that anvil to drop, if I can put it that way. You know what's kind of cool about the Marvel universe, in my opinion, is that there's so many different afterlives. There's the there's the T'Challa afterlife with the purple sky. There's the this afterlife that Robert Ro- Rocket goes and sees his friends, if, assuming it's an afterlife. Well, yeah, um, it could have just been the could product have been a hallucination, of his own. Yes. Exactly. There's you know there's lots of different ones depending on who you are as a person. So it's like eh, I kind of like that because <laughs> that would that would be comforting. <laughs> Take your pick. Yeah, look, certainly a better film than Ant Man and the Ass of Quantumania or whatever the hell that thing was called. Yeah, yeah. Now this is leaps and bounds ahead. The internet is calling it the the first good Marvel film of this year or some shit like that. Well, it's only had two to compare to. That's what I'm saying. One to compare still, to. Still, you know, still. <laughs> it's it's okay. All right, let's give a score, Wayne. What did you think? Yeah, okay. Uh, it's going to go with 68 here. Yeah, not that much higher than me. I'm going 63. 63, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I didn't think, as we said, the summary statement is probably not enough spectacle, not enough consequence payoff. Ultimately, yeah. But the heart's there and... Loads of heart, not quite as enjoyable yeah. as I was hoping And for. you care about it too. Oh, one last thing, actually. Gamora and Peter Quill, what did you think about that whole arc through yeah. the film? That was the best thing about it. Ooh, okay. Because if they all of a sudden fall in love again, I'm like, well, now there's no consequence. You can just recreate bitches and then fall in love with them again. Like, she's actually... A, I mean, they didn't have the same time together. It wouldn't make sense for her to just fall in love with him. So... And then even like with the two sisters like were saying goodbye, and then they walked out. I was like, that's good. There was none of this. Like, actually, that's a good point. It's worth mentioning Karen Gillan. I, I really like the way her character developed yes. over the whole. Agre- I actually like her much more now because my issue with the Karen Gillan character was the way she talks. 
looks like uh, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but I was able to overlook that and like her as an actual character. So yeah. this is great. The Nebula's big turn from being villain to hero mm. is, is pretty cool. Yeah, that that happened in the in the in the ship with Tony Stark when they were both stranded, and then Tony Stark was like, Here, have some food, and she's like, No, you eat it, you're a human, and yada yada. And then you know, they both get mm. that was cool. So that's when I started liking her, but now I like her more. Yeah. All right, that's our thoughts on Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy Vol. Full stop three. Fuck with. <laughs> Can I get in there at one stage? What did you think? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Let us know via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at thecountdownpc. You can like and follow the show through Podbean where we host and check out the Facebook list community where no doubt most of the discussion will happen and our website thecountdownpodcast.com for links to everything else. Thanks so much for joining us today. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been the soundboard barely used because we were pretty much in lockstep the whole time. I know. Amazing. Weird, weird. Fart in your general direction. Just cause, cause there's been no bickering. We'll catch you next time. See ya. But I'm I'm a What the hell am I doing here? When I don't